Hey, what's up, guys? This is Jay from Revolution Radio. Um, so this is the pilot episode of my fantasy football DFS show, uh, where I kind of go through what I'm doing, and I'm curious what you guys are doing as well. Um, I've been playing fantasy football for about two years, um, so I'm not I'm not an expert, and I don't claim to be. Which is why I say I'm curious about your guys' input as well. But I thought as a community, it's one of those things that's really fun to talk about, really fun to be engaged in. And um, the best way I know how to be a community builder is by doing radio and podcasts. So, um, that's what this is. This is a community I want to grow. So, without further ado, usually... I'm not going to release the episodes this early, but we have had a drought of non-football for um, the last eight months, and um, I'm excited to get back into it. So, this Thursday, which I'm typically not going to do a lot of Thursday games because I don't really like the format, Um, but this Thursday is the Packers-Bears, and... uh, yeah, for me, I don't like the format. I'm not going to do a show this early. I already have, like, four lineups for, for Thursday night show. Just because I'm so excited uh, for football. Football in general, but fantasy as well. Um, so I want to talk about the Thursday night show. Um, the Bears and the Packers. And uh, and I will go over one of my Sunday um list as well. It's still really early. It's Monday, um, midday. There's certain things we're not aware of yet. Is Zeke, uh, is he signing on with the Cowboys? Uh, looks like he is, but, um, I keep hearing that, but I don't see a, um, a contract in play. Uh, anyone got, gotten hurt, um, whatever the case may be. There's always variables, so you don't want to lock in your line up until the very end. So, again, a lot of this is kind of drafts, this is kind of thinking. Um, so anyway, I'll start off with Thursday, and it is a captain match, and I, again, I, I don't like that formula at all. It just, I don't know, uh, it seems like it's really hard to predict. So, for those of you who don't know, um, on a lot of these uh, showdown games, and, and especially since, uh, on Thursday, um, Thursday alone, it's just those two teams that you can draft between, and you pick a captain, and the captain's usually going to cost you quite a bit of money, and then um, you're given uh, five players to pick, same kind of salary cap issues that you're going to have. Um, so I'm just going to go into who I think is a pretty strong idea. First, we're going to talk about what everyone else is going to be doing, and, and there's there's three options here. You're going to have people starting mm-hmm. kickers as your captains, defenses, either the Packers or Bears, um, which, by the way, can, can I just warn you guys about not doing the defenses? Um, like, I, I know there's so many people who are going to be, I don't know, on that limit of pushing, putting the Bears as their captain, uh, number one, you're, you're overpaying for him, number one. Number two, when you look at Aaron Rodgers last year, which I think he had a worse situation than he does this year, um, 
but he was coming back from an injury, um, still kind of fighting another injury. Uh, and what a lot of people don't realize is he was the sixth most productive quarterback. With all that said, with all those problems, all right. Also, 25 touchdowns to two interceptions. Um, he didn't get hit that much. Um, so the Bears' defense, not really a good play here. Um, on the opposite end, the Packers have gotten better defense. They've done quite a bit. Um, the Bears are a faster-paced team. So when you have a faster pace, there's uh, opportunity for more turnovers and more problems. And Mitch Trubisky is not someone I would uh, completely trust. That being said, though, they're going to run the ball a lot. And um, they got that new running back, David Montgomery, and he's going to handle a lot of the, you know, um, the weight for the team. So I'm not saying it's a horrible move to play the Packers defense. I don't suggest it. All right. Um, the other option is you're going to have people playing the kickers. And look, I don't hate kickers. I think kickers is a pretty good option for your captain position. Um, it's rare that you're going to find somebody who's going to produce that you can put in that captain spot who's also not going to cost you a whole butt ton of money. Look, you could put Devontae Adams there, um, but I think he's going to cost you 30% of your salary, something like that, close to 20 grand. Um, I think it's 18 something, I think. Which is, it's massive. Um, because is he going to overproduce what two other skill players could produce? I don't know, maybe. Maybe. But I would rather go with the numbers on this one and you just have more options. Um, look, Devontae Adams could come up and, you know, pull a giant turd. <laughs> and you've got, uh, you know, Allen Robinson who outperforms. And, you know, you took that risk. So I don't hate the, the kickers. And you got Pinero who's at 3,400. And I think. I can't remember who but on Captain what it goes up to. I'm not looking at my screen right now. Um, and oh, by the way, though, the future shows I will be having all that in front of me. Uh, this was kind of impromptu. Um, and then you have Mason Crosby, who he's gonna he's at 3,100 if I remember right. Um, and yeah, with the captain spot, you can put him up to around 5,000. But the point is, is that's not a bad play. It's pretty smart. I'll tell you one other one that I think wasn't looked at and wasn't um, evaluated appropriately by DraftKings, and it's Robert Tanyan. Robert Tanyan is $200. Um, and look, if you know the Packers, some of you do, some of you don't, uh, Robert Tanyan is kind of their receiving tight end. He's like the third down, he's the third receiver. They run a lot of three receiver sets. You got Jimmy Graham, who has gotten like just a few targets, very very few, this preseason, and ha didn't ha hasn't had honestly a good year since New Orleans. Um, I'm a Seattle fan, so that hurts. Um, and then you have Mercedes Lewis, who's kind of their number two, but it's really more because he's a really good blocking back. He's not a receiving back, and if you've been watching preseason. Robert Tanyan, Tanyan, I don't know his name, um, he's been getting a lot of looks. He's kind of low-key become Aaron Rodgers' end zone guy. 
Um, and he's a he's got some big playability about him. Look, I'm not saying you should 100% do this and put him in your captain spot. Um, I will tell you, in one of my lineups, I do have him there. Um, because it's a, it's $300 at your captain spot. And look, if the guy pulls in a few catches, it's well worth your money. Because with that being said, you put Robert Tanya in there. Um, now you got money for Devontae Adams. It's 12-6. Aaron Jones, 9-2. Allen Robinson at 8,600. David Montgomery at 82. And then you still have up to like $7,500 to play around with. Um, which, there's many other options you can put up there. You know, Geronimo Allison is a good option. Um, great year last year. Uh, I believe Aaron Rodgers had quoted as saying he's a one of the best route runners he's ever seen so that's pretty big praise and I know those two have a pretty good relationship also MVS at uh, 6800 Scantlin is an is another great option um, and uh, and and you know Taylor Gabriel 6200 another option um, and look uh, you might want to know what about why, why didn't I mention the quarterbacks um, I'm not against playing the quarterbacks. I'm really not. But the problem with the quarterbacks is they have to do so much to get the same amount of points that a skill player gets. And, um, you know, if you are starting a kicker as your captain or a defense, you, you know, you, you have very limited money. And it's going to be Devontae Adams or Trubisky or Rodgers. And, you know, yeah, uh, you're going to be guaranteed some points with Rodgers. Um, he's got a very low floor, a very high floor, um, and a very high ceiling, too. He's, he's a very good player to play. But looking at the numbers, Devontae Adams has just accomplished a lot. He's the number one receiver, basically, in fantasy. Um, maybe... Maybe one or two receivers have done more, but he's pretty much a number one guy. Uh, Aaron Rodgers loves him, um, so it, he's going to get the ball. He's going to give you more value. Uh, and, and with that, with that said, then you do have Aaron Jones, another guy who you're guaranteed. I mean, he's got a really high floor um, and a pretty. Uh, a pretty high ceiling. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to play him over Trubisky. Trubisky, I think, is not in play for tonight, or for Thursday night. And and the reason why is because Trubisky, he's a gamble. He's such a gamble. You don't know, are we going to get the Trubisky who is inaccurate and unable to push the, the ball down the field, or are we going to get the Trubisky who um, just runs the team like, like like an old vet does. It's hard to say. Um, so those are the guys, as I've laid out, that I, that I think are, are strong possibilities um, for a lineup. I can tell you that the one that I have right now, um, I got in the captain spot. I got Robert Tanyan. I got Devontae Adams. Aaron Jones, <clears throat> Aaron Jones, Allen Robinson, David Montgomery, 
and Geronimo Allison. That's what I have on one of mine, and again, it's not locked in. So, we'll kind of see what happens Thursday. I, uh, I think it's going to be a, it's going to be fun either way. But I think this one, uh, this lineup is, is at the moment is one of the better options. Um, so, <clears throat> moving on to Sunday slate of games, I'm just going to tell you guys what I got and what I'm thinking. And again, I more than welcome your lineups and, and your comments and let me know what you're thinking hey, am I wrong on this do I have something bet you know backwards I miss something um, you have any questions I can help you out uh, I mean I haven't won a lot I, I've won about 7500 last year which is good for I mean is it the big big money no but it's not really why I do it um, and why I love this so much I, I do it because I love football and it makes all the games more interesting so you can't really argue that um, so I'm going to start off with what where I'm at we have a ton of cheap quarterbacks starting this week All right, th there's a bunch of them uh, Lamar Jackson uh, Kirk Cousins uh, Nick Foles. Nick Foles is a great option. And I would be lying if I said I didn't have him in one of my lineups. Um, I definitely do. I, I have him actually stacked with D.D. Westbrook. Very good move on that one. Um, because the Chiefs are going to be... Uh, they're, they're a high-powered offense. Jacksonville's going to have to come from behind. D.D. Westbrook has gotten so many targets under Nick Foles. Um, they're just going to have to be moving the ball a lot. And that, that's a fantastic stack. Uh, it's not the one I'm going to go over. I think I'm going I'm going over one that has more of of a high floor. We don't want to take too many risks. Just want to make sure we're we're getting our our money's worth and and making a little bit. Uh, so with that being said about the quarterbacks, I'm now going to say that I kind of spent up for a quarterback. And when I say spent up, I really didn't. I, I think the pricing is not caught up yet so yeah bear that in mind um, my quarterback on this lineup I went with um, Jameis Winston Jameis Winston six thousand six hundred dollars um, Winston is one of those guys who I wouldn't want him on my actual team right um, he's not what I would consider a winning quarterback. But fantasy-wise, he does well. Really well. Um, something you should definitely look into, how well he does. So, for me, in this matchup, he's worth it. Um, playing San Francisco, Jimmy G, 49ers, they've also gotten to be a point of, of a fast-paced, fast moving offense. Uh, quicker than they have been, and um, with Kittle, with their weapons, they do tend to, to score more than they have in, in past years, so this could turn into be a, a nice little shootout, so banking on Winston, uh, for running back, now here was a pl place that there's, there again, there's countless options, and like we said, we don't know about Zeke, 
So we don't know if it's worth it to, to pay up to, you know, to, to pay for Zeke. Um, will he be starting? Most likely. Um, but you don't know. If he doesn't make that contract until Wednesday or Thursday, he could still probably start. But don't know if I would trust him coming right off of a holdout. No preseason. Hasn't worked with his guys in a while. Um, there, there's a lot of variables in there that, that I wouldn't trust. But, you know, we have a ton of options. A lot of cheap options. Um, I'm going to give you a couple. For one, Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler has been solid every time he's starting in place of Melvin Gordon. Uh, it doesn't look like Melvin Gordon's even going to start or even play for the Chargers this year. Um, he was offered uh, the ability to take a trade. Uh, he tried to make a trade happen as far as I know, but then the Chargers the next day pulled out and said, no, we're not doing it. We're just not even going to mess with your schedule or, or your contract. They offered him what he was asking for. He said, no, I don't want it. Um, it's a very sticky situation there in San Diego. So the one thing I do know is Austin Eckler is going to be the starter. And they have him at like 5,500 on DraftKings. So great pick right there. Um, very, very viable pick. Uh, another guy who I think is really... A good value for where he's at is Devontae Freeman. We haven't seen a lot of him, obviously. He's had, he's been out with injury, but I think people and, and obviously DraftKings are going by you know pricing of July, and so hard to say. Even if they were going to price now, we haven't seen that much of Freeman, so we can't say that much. But remembering how good he was when he was in the game. It was devastatingly good, and, and I think he's at like 5,900, something like that. He's in the fives. Um, so anyway, though, I decided with my lineup, I got Winston as quarterback for 6,600. Um, my first running back is going to be Marlon Mack at 5,600. Why go Marlon Mack? Because he's kind of the only option right now. <laughs> Um, look, the Cardinals are, or the Colts are going to need some defense, or some offense. They're playing against a very strong, stout um, defense in San Diego. San Diego has great defensive backs. Uh, Brissett, I think Brissett's pretty comfortable in Indianapolis, so I don't think that there's that, that rush to just assume that he's going to have a bad game. Um... Which, there's a lot of that going on. Oh, uh, Chargers are the defense to get. Bursette's going to stink. I don't know if he will. Um, he's been in Indianapolis for a long time. He's played there. I mean, it's not that much different. And, honestly, he's a pretty decent quarterback. Um, so, I think Marlon Mack is a good option here. Um, he's underpriced. He's going to be almost an every down back. Might as well take him at 5,600. Uh, the other one I have, my second running back, is Chris Carson from Seattle. Um, so I'm a big Seattle fan. I've been watching them all preseason. been watching them for years. But um, <clears throat> there's just such a gap between Chris Carson and the next running back down that it's going to be Carson. He's going to get, you know, you're, he's going to be the every down back. There was a lot of talk... Um, last year and even the year before there, there was a lot of committee you know running back by committee kind of thing that's not happening anymore 
it's pretty much a healthy Chris Carson. So, um, and he's 5,700. They're playing the Bengals. The Bengals have one of the worst r rush defenses in the NFL. You go Chris Carson. Um, a very solid option. Now, at running back, or at wide receiver, I'm sorry. Um, now, here comes the stack. Because we had Winston, and now Chris Godwin is going to be our receiver. Um, he stacks really well with Winston. He's targeted the... He has the highest targets on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, 6,200 seems kind of like a lot of money um, for a guy that you may not be familiar with. You can look at his stats, you can look at his numbers, and he does well. He does really, really well. And, um, I mean, it, it's 6,200. That really isn't bad at all. Um, he's a real middle-of-the-way kind of guy. And you're going to see, like I said, you're going to see Winston throwing the ball a lot. He, Chris Godwin is that slot receiver. Uh, it's a, you know, it's the way to go for, for a nice stack right there. Probably the best stack you can have with Winston. Um, then after that one, D.D. Westbrook. Um, D.D. Westbrook has made just a huge splash in the preseason. Nick Foles seems to have a really good connection with him. Um, in, this, uh, in week three preseason game, uh, Westbrook was targeted like ten times in the first half, which is insane. Uh, and I guess when you think about it, Jacksonville doesn't have that many other receivers. Um, their receivers coach has nothing but great things to say about him. Dede Westbrook, and watching him last year, I knew that he was going to do something big this coming year. And he really has seemed to follow through with that. Um, he's a fantastic receiver. And he's 4,800. So... DraftKings hasn't caught up with with his potential and his upside. So he, I, I would say, is definitely a must, especially at 4,800. And then my last receiver, I went up and got Adam Thielen. Um, honestly, I kind of had the money. Uh, and I'll tell you another, another good option here is Keenan Allen. Um, I do have him on another lineup. Both of these receivers are going to produce. They always produce uh, as long as, as they're healthy. Um... So, they're very, very safe. They have a very, very high floor. Um, Thielen is like 6,800. I think um, Keenan Allen, he's like 7,300, which is really cheap for that position. And cheap for being one of the best receivers in the game. Um, I just went with Thielen on this one because I have Allen on another lineup. And um, still think Thielen is, go is going to... Um, do incredibly well, like he always does. I mean, and against Atlanta, there again, we have another potential shootout. So who's going to be the number one target? Who's always the number one target for Minnesota? Adam Thielen. Um, so that takes us down to tight ends. And um, with tight ends, it was just it was this simple. Um, there's a lot of great ones. Um, you got Kelsey. Um, Kittle, um, you know, arguably one of the higher known or, or better ones in, in the league is um, a guy from Philadelphia. I can't think, I can't remember his name at the moment. Uh, Zach Ertz, you know, really, really high name tight ends. Um, I went with Evan Ingram. I went with Evan Ingram because he's 4,800. 
And because aside from Saquon Barkley, there is no one else in a Giants uniform at a skill position who is going to do very much. Um, <clears throat> Sterling Shepard is missing part of his thumb. <laughs> he's not. He's not. But he has a very serious thumb injury. Um, that's his bread and butter. It's his hands. So um, he's not going to be someone I would rely on. Uh, but Evan Ingram, he's a, a good option. Um, another couple good options in that slot is uh, Delaney Walker. I think he's at like 3,500. He's going to be playing the the Browns. And look, this might be something I switch back from. Because the Browns give up the most points to tight ends. And Delaney Walker, a lot cheaper. Um, it's it's definitely an option. I'm not locked into this one. I wouldn't, if I were you, I wouldn't be locked into any of yours right now. Um, I simply chose Ingram over Walker because of the accessibility and the fact that Mariota has a few more options this year and Walker may not be as instrumental to the team as he was and let's also be honest Walker's getting older that's something you have to acknowledge players get older they don't produce as much so that was my thinking um, and then as our flex player uh, another yeah, cheap running back uh, Delvin Cook 6,000 uh, you can look up where Dalvin Cook did last year towards the end of the year when he's, he came back from his injury. Fantastic stats. And against Atlanta, who Atlanta is a notoriously bad running defense team. Uh, it's a no-brainer to plug him in, especially at 6,000. Definitely worth it. Um, and again, th there's definitely other options. There, there's so many options. Um, but the, uh, just the one I'm going with. And then for defense, um, I think you have a few that are that are a good option. Um, San Diego. Now, I know I just said Brissett's not going to be that bad. You know, Indianapolis is, um, you know, they're not... Uh, they're not like the wounded deer that I think everyone assumes they are. But, Chargers still have a really good defense, right? <laughs> and the Colts, without Andrew Luck, aren't as successful. And they haven't really been practicing. The, the ones haven't been practicing with Brissett as much. Um, they've only gotten like a week or two of actual practice with him. Um, so it's a good buy, and it's a good option at 3000 that That's really a lot of it. Um, the Ravens, obviously, the Ravens are going to be against the Dolphins. If you got the money, what, you might as well. It, it's going to be a pretty big um, pickup there. It should be anyway. Part of the issue why I go San Diego, though, is because I think the upside of the, the Colts to have more possessions, to throw more passes, to go back and pass more. The Dolphins, they have a very low, 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 low floor, and... Are they going to produce? They may not even... It's hard to say. It's really hard to say, but... They may not even, um... Hold the ball. They don't have much possession time, which is going to lower the amount of points your defense can make off of them. So, um... The other option, too, that I think is really good is, um... And the one I went with is the Seahawks. Um... The Seahawks are, are playing the Bengals. Um... If I have any Bengals fans 
out there, anyone who is a Bengals fan, I apologize, but the Bengals stink. Uh, got Joe Mixon. That's it. And, uh, you know, Seattle just picked up Jadavian Clowney. Um, Bobby Wags. B Wags is going to handle Joe Mixon. <laughs> like, that's not going to be a problem. So, and the best part about Seattle's defense is we're, it's 3,100. So, that's that's nothing. It's a, it's a drop in the hat, especially when we're we're talking about saving up money to buy other players to move ahead. But but that's my lineup. Um, I guess I'll go over it real quick again. I got Winston as the quarterback, Marlon Mack, Chris Carson as my running backs, Adam Thielen, Chris Godwin, and that's that stack, Winston and Godwin, D.D. Westbrook, Evan Ingram, Delvin Cook, and the Seattle Seahawks. Anyway, guys, uh, I'm really curious to know your thoughts and what you guys got going on on your lineups. Um, just let me know in the comment section. Um, you're going to find us on Spotify, um, iTunes, Google Podcast, Anchor. Just look up Revolution Radio and look for our football shows. If you're only into football, don't look into our other videos. Uh, we do a lot of political stuff, a lot of stuff on the other side of you. Aisle that I don't care to get into, um, but yeah, we'll definitely do these football shows at least once a week. Anyway, thanks a lot, guys. See you later.